Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. My name's Tony Nichols. We're a team of ex-journalists here, and we help organizations get their messages across. We're joined by John Sullivan, our very capable principal consultant Welshman in Victoria. John, how's things? Great, Tony. What an introduction. Thank you very much. I'm feeling good. I love to talk to you about mate. You know that. I love it. I love to hear it. Three random newspapers. Okay. All right. Stick with us, guys. Uh, we're going to... Two ex-journos here. We're just going to pick up three random newspapers and give you a sense of how the news comes together. Why these yarns? But what are your opportunities now to jump off some of these themes and increase your profile and strengthen your brand? So rattle, rattle, rattle. What have I got here? I know I've got the AFR. Nice. John, for you. Great. I remember picking up the AFR once and my wife saying to me, Tony, it's the AFR like I wasn't of the ilk to read the AFR. That's, that's, a, that's a brutal assessment. I it, mean, it no one was. feels good after hearing that today. Well, hey, I rose above it. So what have I got here? I've got the age. Okay, so we're obviously dated a bit, today's news versus publication date of this pod. Yes. But i got the age here and a big picture's jumping out at me here. School days. Preps line up for their very first day of school. Well, there's a winner. Yeah, and actually the, the AFR's got a similar update. They've got students at the uh, University of Melbourne Science uh, Campus and international students. So they're sort of held in the return to sort of a normal exchange of students, you know, post this pandemic that we don't want to talk about anymore. And they've got some things here around home loans and carbon, of course, Tony. Key economic things and drivers that we, we see across the, the news narrative at the moment. So, okay, so education's jumping out across the front pages today. So you get into newsrooms and particularly with the print platforms, they map out the news year. Yeah. Like, of course, there's breaking stuff, there's homicides and things like that, but that can't help you build your brand anyway. But the news year is mapped out largely and education here, first day of school. So if you're in the education sector, if you're an organisation that has anything to do with kids or education, you've got an opportunity to be in. Exactly right. And there's some great stories around kids' nutrition, what should be in your kids' lunchboxes and exercise, how to keep your kids moving positively and thinking positively. All the news outlets in terms of broadcast, they've got sort of OBs going on, you know, cameras at school seeing you know, kids being dropped off and they love that kind of picture and overlay opportunity. And as you say, this for newspapers is just a set piece. Let's enjoy it. Kids are back to school. Another year on from the pandemic. Where are we at now? And you get the cute, you know, prep pictures. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're a winner, right? The local outlets yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a win. So you think of yourself as an organisation now. Now what we're talking about is reactive news. Yeah. So somehow you're a consultant or you're, a, you're, a, you're in an industry, you've got a business that's somehow related to education. And I think I'd have to check the data, but it's top five for industries in this country, isn't it? I think It's a huge sector and always relevant. Yeah. So how do you get in? Now what you are in an education story potentially is what we call a case study, right? Yeah. So you're someone on the front line. Now, although education reporting is a specialist round, if you're in the sector, you could educate the education reporters so much as to what's really going on. Now, what I think you're doing, John, is highlighting a problem that you see in the sector because problems are newsy, yeah, definitely. but you've got a solution in mind. Yeah, it might be around the fact that there, there, I hear often that there aren't enough teachers currently you know, because many people have exited the profession and they're trying to bring some of those excellent practitioners back. Uh, there might be more students than ever. Maybe class sizes are up. How do you cope with that? There's always questions around the use of technology in schools, you know, how much technology do kids need, you know, is it a bad thing, you know, where do you draw the line? So if you've got any expertise, analysis or insight on this, it's time to tell your story. Exactly. So you could be in today knowing that the papers, the news cycle is ready for this, or you could get on the phone today yeah. and be in some follow stories on education. Definitely, because the editors will be saying, hey, have you got anyone who can talk about this? So, still on the front page of The Age here, I've got open smashes records as the greatest of slams. So, 
naturally a major international sporting event still getting some post-game coverage yeah they said what a fantastic story it was given that some of the, the legends of the sport are no longer you know playing like Nadal and so on and Nick Kyrgios was injured beforehand and sort of had to withdraw so that's a huge success story for Melbourne you know economically the state of Victoria there's so many different narratives around that and the boost it might give to our economy for people that came to see that event but maybe stay and interesting like the spin-off this right so you know the um people who don't have newsroom experience might just see that as an Oz open yarn but it's not it's an economic yarn yeah so are you in the economy in victoria do you participate in the economy well you're potentially related to this story yeah because you benefit i think it's also a health and fitness yarn it's a sports yarn definitely are you in the health and fitness sector are you in the sports sector you can riff off this because you benefit or you don't benefit there's a ripple effect tourism hospitality of course a huge upsurge in people visiting again international students people needing accommodation services helping you know inject our economy with a, a much needed boost so all these stories are so interlinked but each part of it is a different what you would call reacts and that's what editors need yeah here we are in the news cycle and we're, we're showing you today how to reacts so spelt in newsrooms at yeah. r-e-a-x yeah. even a double x maybe yeah like reacts to things that are happening now that's your golden ticket to really quickly increasing your profile and strengthening your brand okay let's flip the pages to and beyond what have we got? Okay, well, I'm here on page three. Beautiful. Oh, look at this, John. The Great Ocean Road. Do you know what? I actually read that story. Do you know what drew me to it? was a picture of the apostles. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. love seeing that. It's beautiful. Now, pictures, guys. Take that in. Take a note. Hot pictures that you can take or hot pictures that you can send a newspaper snapper to because the pictures really stand out. This is uh, We're looking at the what's left of the 12 apostles here. And it's a tourism yarn, right? Basically, and if you're a journalist, you're, you're begging your editor to send you down to that job, aren't you, Tony? Because oh, yeah. that's a nice run down to get some good actuality and speak to people. And again, sounds, the sound of water, you know, the, the drone footage potential you could do with a story like that as well. There's, there's lovely ways to think about how you can tell these stories on all these different platforms we have now. And so this is a look closer at a global warming time capsule. So they've tied this into climate change. Yeah. And so it's a bit interesting, but... It's a tourism yarn, right? It is, because when you see that picture, you're thinking, I've got to get down there and check yeah. it out myself. So this is an incredible picture, an iconic location. So if you're a business that has anything to do with tourism, anything to do with uh, what coast is that? It's the Great Ocean Road, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. So that, that whole coastal line there, you know? So coastal tourism, away you go. Yeah. Now, when you look at national press, you can spin locally, right? Yeah. So, and don't forget, guys, when you're looking at national press and it's online or print, Radio's following it, TV's following it. So you've got an opportunity to put your voice to things and bring it to life. Yeah, exactly right. And you know, it's like when you come in as a broadcast journalist, um, you know, I used to be the BBC, you the ABC, we're there for a time together. You come in, you've got your own ideas, of course, and your own sort of news gathering prospects that you might be following up and so on. But when you look at the papers, if you see a picture like that and you think there's an opportunity to tell a story, you're going to be engaged, you're going to be activated. The newspapers still drive the news cycle. They do, that's the truth. It is the truth, and everyone thinks they're dead, but they're not dead when it comes to the news cycle. They're dead financially, possibly, but to the content machine, which is news. Still credibility. Now, a friend of mine, David Livingston, is a former foreign diplomat, worked all over the world, retired now, and he's doing columns on uh, Oz International Affairs, and he sends me every article that gets up, and it's cool. I'm happy for him. 
I said, David, you know, radio's going to come calling. Yeah. TV's going to come calling. So I'm not interested in that. I like the written word. So he goes away on a holiday recently. Yeah. He's got radio all over him, wanting him to bring those online pieces to life with his voice. Why? Because yeah. media copy media. Exactly. You know, you can turn that into a beautiful package or a literary, a straight two-way. You know, BBCs have stringers in each part of the world where you bring people in for expert local analysis and reaction. So there are so many stories to tell. And if you can be present somewhere as well, if you happen to be in a specific geographical location, as beautiful as that part of the Ocean Road, then people are going to be interested. So there we have it, guys. A bit of a look at reactive news. We're flicking through the papers and we're seeing opportunities for you, essentially. So I guess that's our game. We, yeah. You know, we, we help tons of clients get their messages across in the press. One of the ways we do it is reactively to today's news. Another way is proactively when we lead the news. But easy for us to say, right? Yeah, and every story, if you think about it, Tony, is in a constant state of evolution in the news cycle. You know, a story breaks, there's a reaction, then there's a new angle, and then eventually it might die for a time. But that's our game. Yeah, and news is cyclical. This education yarn ain't going away. No. It's going to come up three, four times this year. You've missed this one. Why not get on the next two or three? Journos are really looking for what we call industry leaders or people from the front line with real experience. Exactly. They don't really want to talk to the boffins and the intellects and the government types. They'd rather hear from you. Exactly. The human beings that are living these things, we're for real. John Sullivan, we'll do it again another time. Sounds great, Tony. Thank you.